is film like milk. Yes. It's got culture in it. And it's. Mm. Damn it. Leche. <laughs> Whole milk, skim milk, medium milk. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Welcome back to Age Like Milk, the podcast where we talk about movies that have gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind. I am one of your hosts, Paris Herbert Taylor, and joining me on a very special recording today is my bestie, David William Rogers. Hello, sir. Nice tits, bitch. <laughs> 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 I, went, I was going back and forth in my head. I'm like, do it, do it, don't do it, don't do it. It's a choice. Thanks for having me over. <laughs> right. Today's a special day because for the first time we have watched the movie together and we are recording it immediately afterwards. We are joined by two very special guests today. We will introduce them in a moment. But before we do, David... Fucking yeah. Rogers. <laughs> what movie did you just force me to sit through? What right, movie is so it? So we did Thanks Killing 2009, not rated. <laughs> and it was directed by Jordan Downey and writers Jordan Downey, Bradley Schultz, and Kevin Stewart. Monster fucking cast, first of all. Let me say <laughs> okay. this. Writing was amazing. I got to say a quick shout out to a friend of the podcast, Tim Brust, okay. who put me onto this you know, this journey that mm-hmm. I was on. And then I brought this to you guys. You guys all know Timmy. We all know Timmy. Hello, Tim. And hello, Tim. Thanks for the rec, Thanks brother. for the recommendation. Huge fan of the podcast, Love Tim Brust. to hear it. David, whose turn is it to do the synopsis? I would love for you for to, me do to do the it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I have never seen this movie before. Yeah, and I have. So um, I have pretty much been staring at David for the last hour and a half being like, what are we watching? The fuck are we watching? There's a few people here who came along to watch it with us and everybody was just like, fuck. So basically premise is that there's a group of college friends and they're all going home together it's sort of a random coincidence that they all seem to live in the same town it's a bit of a journey car breaks down in this like weird area um the one guy finds a sign and he's like crawdads or whatever he says crawford (laughs) and uh it's apparently this place where this killer turkey every 550 years like shows up yeah goes on a killing spree lo and behold the turkey has arisen a dog pees on his resting place he comes out he's pissed he's pissed off he starts killing people people's friends people's parents nobody's really reacting to the death of all these people no one's really bothered by this talking turkey um one guy opens up his door and the turkey's like kind of hitchhiking the side of the road he's like ass grass or what's that one yeah i think you said gas ass, gas, ass, ass, gas or grass, or grass. Yeah. And he starts fucking the turkey in <laughs> no, the... he tries to fuck the turkey okay okay turkey steals the car <laughs> the turkey with a shotgun up... yeah <laughs> turkey ends up having sex with a woman against her will there's a lot of yeah. things going he... on a lot of things to unpack more than passage her he her he yeah yeah he yeah. more than passenger more, way uh, more than yeah passenger. way more yeah, yeah. and uh essentially there's like it goes from five college kids to three to two to one just like from freshman year to senior year <laughs> yeah. it's not, and, not uh, everybody's graduating no. from this film the turkey um goes <laughs> retroactive at one point it sort of lands in a dumpster which happens to have radioactive shit in it which is very convenient yeah. um but then he dies in the end or does or he or does he to be continued and this movie was made for thirty five hundred dollars is what i read so Mm-hmm. It opens on boobs. Of course, you know right away this is going to be a great one, film. It opens on one boob, which one boob. is, I mean, I've never seen that before in the <laughs> history of cinema. It's yeah. a choice. But David, we have two guests with us today. Mm-hmm. Who's joining us on this journey today? Well, we got your lovely, gorgeous partner, Scott, sitting next to you. 
Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> and I think you might have stole somebody's line, but I also have. Let's do a let's do a cheers. Uh, my roommate and one of my besties, our besties, yeah, Corbin Cox. Corbin right Cox. Here. So this is our first time having um, the returning guests on the podcast. Yep. So that's special. Yeah, we're here with our roommates. I mean, I happen to be in a romantic relationship with mine, mm. but he is a roommate. First you get and to foremost. sex yours. Yeah, yeah sometimes uh, if the mood. Takes me and I pull him over at the side of the road and he's a talking turkey, you know. <laughs> but guys, we all just watched this film for the first time. Initial thoughts, Scott Ash. Wow. <laughs> wow. My life has changed. Uh this is basically the film that the drunkest guys in your college decided to make. <laughs> also, the least politically correct guys and the biggest assholes probably as yeah. well. Yeah. Corbin, had you seen this film before? No, actually, I'd never even heard of it until about 20 minutes before we came over here. <laughs> um, but I, I got to, you know, piggyback on Scott. Wow. What an achievement in cinematic history. I mean, from the camera work to the acting, I mean, you guys, this one's, you, this one's on your list for sure. Yeah. yeah, It's very like of the time since Thanksgiving is coming up. Yeah. Um, and what's more, you know, of the season from what I've gleaned of living in America than a killer turkey. Than a killer turkey. That seems to be really what the holiday is about. Can we take it back since we're talking about Thanksgiving? So this turkey was necromanced by what Some are you drinking? What do you got? Booty sweat. Yeah. That you got back in Turkeyville. <laughs> Crawdads. Craw I don't think it is. Craw I don't think it's Crawdads. Robbers. Something else. Robbers. Yeah. Robbers. <laughs> <laughs> but it was necromance because obviously people were stealing some land right that's right and um, an angry and a, and a native said fuck but that do they call them natives they call them what indians in this movie <laughs> yeah yeah and they say teepees they say a lot of a lot of words that we discuss on this podcast that do not age well but yeah so it starts off because you know this guy was getting his land taken so he necromanced a turkey to oh, yeah. kill everything it came in contact with every 500 years 505 if we're getting specific yeah, yeah, yeah. let's round down we're up but i mean there's a history to thanksgiving and it's not the greatest one it's not a good i history. would say no it's not yeah i think what it's morphed into like you know our friendship group always has a friendsgiving and it's always like a highlight every year mm. i think we're coming up on our third annual the first year one of our good friends ran through the screen doors second year <laughs> scott almost burnt the house down with a turkey fat in the uh, in the oven but like and then you might have a killer turkey this might year because it's 500 years but no historically i mean i'm foreign and thanks Thanksgiving was not something that I grew up with. Someone recently asked me, like, hey, sorry to sound like a dumb American, but Australians have Thanksgiving? And I was like, no. Canada does, right? In October, different time. Yeah, yeah. I read a fun fact that for other countries that they plan to release this film in, I know, you know, pie in the sky, but they meant to call it Death Turkey. They actually copyrighted <laughs> the name Death Turkey, just in case they got an international release Interesting. deal. Interesting. See, that's forward thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were like, yeah. South Korea is going to eat this shit up. We're going to scale this. Love it. It's like Parasite <laughs> before Parasite was Parasite. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I would say it's similar level. Yeah, totally. Same filmmaking. level of tension, yeah. same writing. <laughs> the writing in this is really what sets it Fantastic. The script is incredible. A lot of great jokes. This movie is very aware of itself with the actors and the writing and the comments that they make. A lot of puns, a lot of turkey puns, bird puns. There's some uh, what football is it? puns. Yeah. 
Go peck on somebody your own size. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, the uh, the repeating joke is they're talking about one of their friends who, you know, not going to slut shame, but she gets around making, a little bit. Well, they're making fun of her. They're making fun of her. I said, I'm not going to slut okay, shame. Okay. And uh, what do they say? Her legs are harder to close than the John Bonet Ramsey case. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they bring say it, it up, three times. They bring it up three times. But it's weird because the second time is the only time they react. <laughs> so it's almost like they wrote that joke and then they shot a different scene. And they're like, let's do it again. I love it. I love the they keep coming back to, the, to this one joke throughout yeah, a movie. Scott made a good point. He yeah. said, I think they edited it themselves into a corner yeah. and yeah. they had to use that. They had no choice. But no, I think it was a choice to keep it coming back I mean, it's always up. a choice. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's a choice. <laughs> so why do you think they edit, like, put themselves in an editing corner or... Because logically, you would have them react stronger the first time, and if you want to redo the joke a second oh, time, okay. you just use it a second time. But uh, he's saying maybe it was like a choice, like they didn't have many options for that scene. For that scene, yeah. and maybe they shot the first. Or they the, it, maybe like, they shot said, the second yeah. joke exactly. first, and they laughed harder because they did laugh a little bit when they were in, when they were leaving college. Yeah, right? but the second time they're like, "That's the funniest yeah, joke I've never exactly, heard." Yeah, and then the yeah, third time, like an hour ago. the third time they do it. What's his name? Not Billy. The the dorky one. The dorky one that becomes cool. Yeah, He's got a great arc, by the way. Yeah, and he tries to say it, but he butchers it, oh. and it's still fucking hilarious to me. I just. But you're playing devil's advocate. You're saying maybe you know the writer director yeah. was aware of that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, okay. What I like about the script is that there's a lot of exposition that really just helps you understand what's going on. We're at Billy's house. Yeah. <laughs> Billy, thanks for having us at your house. What are you, it is yeah. behind me. What are you guys doing at my, my house? house? I'm Billy. <laughs> and by the way, I'm Billy. That was a lot of it. I was like, yeah, my dad and my stepmom. And it's like, just this is too much. Too much. Yeah. But this movie's only 62 minutes long. Yep. Thank 66. God. Yeah, yeah. Scott, literally two minutes and 12 seconds in, your quote I need more alcohol. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I wrote that, that down. And you, I think you got to be in the right mindset for this movie. I mean, for God's sakes, it's called Thanks Killing. It's a killing turkey puppet running around. Um, I read something about the budget that they they didn't have enough. That's why you d- never see the feet of the turkey. Oh and it was God. only a couple hundred dollar budget and they used stuff that was on campus. Right. To, the turkey was actually made out of like a decoy hunting turkey or something like that. Like the body <laughs> of it. My favorite money saving thing they did was they uh, had it written in that they were going to go to the library and look up the books on the turkey to kill it. And they decided that all the libraries are closed because it was nighttime. But somebody's father has <laughs> a, a shit turkey. A bunch of books. Once a turkey book has to be in there somewhere. So they go ha- kill a turkey. So they go hang out in someone's garage. The sheriff. And the yeah. book is like half in Da Vinci Code. And the guy cracks it. <laughs> They just halfway through Two the page. 2AB plus X. It turns into maths. And he figures it out like really quickly. Oh, it's like halfway down the page. It's like the guy just like gave up on writing in English and was like, you know what's going to be so much more time saving? is if I write in this fucking code. Right. And that's Darren's the one that cracked it. Right. Darren, the, the geeky kid that was slobbering. And then for some reason, his slobber his mouth. Yeah, clean, it cleared up. That was a good time. choice. <laughs> that was a good choice. That was a great choice. Yeah. How did the actors, do we know how they became attached to this film? Did anyone find out? Like, it, it's a student film, right? One, yeah. one, one of the actors, um, I can't I, he was uh, in, he's in a band, and he, the band actually, they used the music in one of the Jeep scenes. Uh, I believe it's might be no Billy. It might be the guy who plays Billy. Billy, the bigger I'm dude, not, I'm not. country boy. 
think so. Yeah, so how did the turkey get a shotgun? <laughs> Would he buried with it? I mean, if we are suspending disbelief, right? This is a magical creature mm-hmm. who is ne- necromanced. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's got stuff in his bag, right? Right. He he pulls out. First of all, he started with the the hatchet or the axe, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden, yeah, he had a shotgun. <laughs> Ooh. Hot tit? No, never mind. They interacted. But I thought, um, was a nomad guy? guy? Hermit. Hermit. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love that guy, Hermit. I thought maybe, like, maybe Hermit and the turkey were the same person, but they interacted. So, so, okay, so that guy's name is General Bastard. (laughs) That's his real name on IMDb. And it says General Bastard as Oscar the Hermit. Wow. He was the MVP of the film. I mean, we can all agree on that. Do you think that that his parents named him General Boston? And he just like stuck. Or he's generally just a bastard. bastard. I need to see what else this guy has done because this is a name. I love how um, I, I looked up that. They couldn't find any good names for the turkey, so they just called them turkey. Turkey with an IE. I think they changed that after the first one, though. Oh, what is that? What do you got? Got some booties. <laughs> well, you, where'd you get it? <laughs> Wait, Denang. Okay, yeah. I just yeah, back in listen. You try to fucking get us canceled from our sponsors. Yeah. You gotta say Denang. <laughs> if we don't say Denang like three times per episode, we actually get canceled. We get canceled. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna point out uh, Chuck Lamb, who played the sheriff and father of what was it? Great of, acting. Which 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 character's father? Kristen. Kristen's father. Kristen's yeah. Father, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the guy with the fake mustache yeah. who drank Outstanding the poop coffee. Outstanding acting. Uh, he got his entire wardrobe and makeup at uh, Spirit <laughs> Halloween <laughs> store. <laughs> Spirit Halloween for sure. Uh, yeah, just outstanding performance. This whole character was a fake mustache and then two sheriff badges, one on his hat and then at one point one on his T-shirt. <laughs> because if you don't have a star in your fucking shirt, how will anyone know that you are the sheriff of the town? He's like the, one of the only people with a picture on IMDb. Yeah, so he went on to have a very illustrious oh, career. career yeah. <laughs> he was also the only person in the film, or the first person in the film that started talking to the turkey like oh, it wasn't a, whole, a turkey. Whole conversation with the turkey. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he didn't ask why the turkey was at the door. The turkey was dressed <laughs> as a human. <laughs> right. So. so he didn't realize that was actual turkey because the turkey had the uh, the, the glasses with the fake the nose. nose. Yeah. Turkey Inception. Yeah. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. But as the film went on, nobody recognized the turkey as a turkey. It's just yeah, that was good. I could not stop laughing when he fucking uh, Silence of the Lambs heard Kristen's dad, oh the God. sheriff, and he's wearing the fucking, he's wearing <laughs> Someone's like uh, pretty much the third size of an actual face because he's a turkey head. And they're, the camera's up in the point of view of the turkey looking at his fucking daughter and she's looking down like, yeah, daddy, like we just came to, can you point us to the garage? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, honey. Blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> the fucking turkey's, the, the turkey's wearing the dad's face. <laughs> I will say, whoever did the voiceover for the turkey, bravo, because I, that that made me laugh that the so most. Funny, yeah. that, that scene was outstanding. That it was, was uh, Silence of the Lambs, but turkeys, like, <laughs> amazing. And then the real, nobody had the realization that dad looks a little... 
peckish. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey did so much no. fucked up shit. The girl that was like, you know, a little promiscuous. Mm. She's having sex with a guy and he kills the guy she's having sex with. And then he jumps in there and is like, and then they find a condom and they're like, it's extra, extra small, gravy, <laughs> gravy flavored. flavored. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, he just raped that's her. That's full on rape. Fuck? That's like not, that's not passengering. That's not caspering. Parents. What's that? Right after double turkey homicide on those parents. Yeah. And no one's <laughs> reacting. They kill one friend and the dorky guy's like, no, and has this whole scene where he cries. They, the guy strips her dad's face and wears it and he's dead in the house and we never see them do anything with the body. And Kristen and the quarterback go and like... Fuck, in the living Well, they, yeah, they didn't do that yet. But right after that, they're like starting to like each other and they almost kiss. Literally five minutes after you saw your dad mm-hmm. with his He's face still removed. in the kitchen. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. Nobody calls any other authorities, uh, or, or you know, a garbage man to come get the corpses. It's just a garbage know. man. To get the <laughs> I don't think that's how you get rid of a body. I could be wrong. It depends what town you're in. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, then there was the the there's a driver on the side of the road and he stops and he's like, hey, little buddy. And, like, knew that this turkey could speak English, right? Because if Amen. I was driving along the highway and I saw a wild animal beside the side of the road, I'd be like, hey, you need a ride? Get on it. Yeah. Uh, he was actually the first person that yeah. didn't recognize this turkey was a turkey. Was a turkey? Thought it was no, a prostitute. It was hermit. <laughs> Wasn't it? General Boston. General Boston. Yeah. What did I say with your Because he killed, he killed Flashy. His dog. Yeah, but they didn't have a a proper conversation. It was more like, I'm going to get you. Oh, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. I got you. Just like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Friend. That necromancing, man. It's a powerful spell. What does he do with the body in the car? So he basically gets pulled. The guy is like, hey, you want to get in? And he's like, ass, grass, and gas. And then he's like, ass. And he turns around. He's a fucking savage. And this is like a a 12-gauge Mossberg shotgun. This is not a like, this thing's probably... What, like four feet in yeah. length? I mean, the that is probably a foot and a half. Poetic justice right there. <laughs> Think about how many turkeys have lost their lives to, to a slug guy. or a, yeah. a shotgun. Yeah. But David, he hides it in his plumage. That is a great take. What? What he just said. The poetic justice about yeah. a turkey wielding a shotgun because that's how they get shot. Yeah, the irony. Yeah, yeah. I think, but where is, first of all, true. How is he carrying this yeah. massive gun? In his where plumage. is he putting it? In, in his plumage. In his plumage. <laughs> but he makes the driver call his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most savage motherfucker on earth. He says, dude says, please don't kill me. I got a daughter. He says, call her. Dude pulls out a flip phone, calls his fucking daughter. Hey, honey, I want to be home. I swear to God, I love you so much. Tell him I want to be home. Boom! <laughs> Fucking rocks, dude. Shit takes his car. <laughs> yeah, but then, then the turkey just moves over onto yeah. that seat. So is he driving a car on top of a dead body? It's like rigor mortis. So the guy's legs still on the gas, and all he's got to do is steer. <laughs> wow, that's one hell of a spell. Never be able to reach the pedals. So no, that makes uh, a lot of sense. Let's use a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this movie's so ridiculous. But you know what I'm sad about? It didn't really go into much of like the holiday. Like we get a little bit of like the Native Americans being angry, mm-hmm. but we never get like the the fact that it's Thanksgiving is kind of irrelevant, except for the it's a turkey that's on a rampage and they're all heading home. Like yeah. we didn't really see any families kind of coming together. We saw it at the end. At the end. When the turkey was uh cooked. And then it was still and then he got up. People. Can't kill me, bitch. <laughs> You just got stuffed. You wow, just sorry. got stuffed. That was a terrible. Scene. All right, so who was everybody's favorite acting performance? <laughs> Scott, Scott. Uh, Chuck Lamb as the sheriff. Okay, by far. 
Yeah. Big fan. What about his performance? Uh, he, uh, Libby said this, your girlfriend, David. My girlfriend? She's here in the room with yeah, us. She, he channeled a, a very Ted Lasso vibe that I loved about him. What are you, sipping coffee? Talking he's, he's just his cadence and uh, his quick wit. It was just <laughs> top-tier performance. What do you say? Um, it's not the... The the sound of the fuck? It's the age of the fuck or something like that? <laughs> yeah, the size of the fuck. And he's like, excuse me? Did you say fuck? And he's like, oh, what? Little people can't say fuck? Because at this point, we don't know this, but I he's guess... assuming that it's Yeah, a he's assuming person? the turkey's a little oh person with God. a disguise on. He's like, it's not the size of the fuck. It's the age of the fuck. He's like, <laughs> he's like how old are you? He's like, 502 years old. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, well, fuck it then. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes a sip. All while wearing a giant turkey yeah, outfit. Because he had he had a contest to go to, obviously. <laughs> Which I missed. I looked down for one second. I looked back up. I'm like, wait, why is what he contest? Yeah. Corbin, who was your favorite? Uh, honestly, that might have been the, the, the best part of the movie. But um, I think Johnny... In the in the in the Jeep when he was really experiencing the weight of his both his parents just being killed brutally. Yeah. But you also that. he had such a traumatic relationship with his dad. They hadn't spoken in so long. Oh I believe my it was God. Two Yeah, weeks. we forgot about <laughs> that he was part. Second string. He down. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is a cunt. Because he broke his leg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your kid <laughs> broke his leg and now he's second string, you piece like, of shit. A lot of dad. Real sidebar, none of these kids had fucking keys to their own houses. <laughs> they all had to knock on the doors of their parents' houses. I don't have a key to my dad's place, well, to be fair. Well, he, he's got a new chateau in France, so right. understood. That's probably a skeleton key that he'd have to make for you I somehow. mean, I, I'm pretty sure you can break to that house so easily. Yeah. I don't think there's windows even. All of the bandits of anyone. France yeah. know this. Kids coming home from uh, college should have a key. Yeah. yeah. I'll check to that. Do you have a key to your parents' house? Uh, No, but I know the code. Do you have a key to your And then I know where the key box do. is. Do you? I've got a code. I won't say it on here. It's definitely not my birthday. One, two, three, six, seven, eight, four. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your favorite Who's my actor? favorite? I mean, yeah. Wanda Lost, obviously. She plays what? the naked pilgrim in the beginning just opens on tits and you're like and I swear to god for the first like five minutes I was like oh this is funny this is like the fake movie within the movie but no it was the whole thing because the lighting is so blown out and it looks like just something we would make you know on our phones uh, probably actually our phones make would make a better movie because iPhone David who was your fave I can't find her name but it's um, but Kristen Kristen, is she not on the? IMDb? Oh, Lindsay Anderson. Yeah, just no picture. Mm. But the way she delivers the uh, John Renee, John Renee Ramsey jokes, kills me. It's uh, I haven't seen this movie in years. We watched this back when I was living in Wisconsin with uh, Timmy and I were roommates, and it is just fantastic. That ongoing joke. That's my favorite part of this movie. Right. Speaking of Wisconsin, actually, in a negative review from the Badger Herald. <laughs> which is a newspaper from Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, Peter Culver writes, ultimately there's not much else to say about this mountainous pile of garbage. There's more entertaining bad movies, there's better movies about unlikely murderous animals, and there's better Thanksgiving movies. For your own sake, please just don't. And I say to you, Peter Culver, Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> That's, That's a, a hot, hot take, take, Pete. Pete. That is you a don't hot come take. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, this movie was made for $3,500, shot in New- Newark. Um, you know, 
Yeah. This movie is want? to college kids some slack. Yeah. It's to be laughed at. It's one of those terrible, awful movies that they put together and you just geek out over. And you can't take it serious at all or you're going to get that booty sweat back <laughs> in the neck. <laughs> you better watch out because that booty is thinking. Do we think the entire budget went to Wanda Lusts? <laughs> um, actually, it did. I read that a significant portion went to getting her in there and then they ran out of money and that's why they had to get sort of crafty. She, she's an adult film actress and she retired a year later. Okay, so, so if the budget was 35 hundo and they, they blew 3, most their load I on her. I could be totally wrong, but that's what I read. So they gave her three stacks to show I them so. them bangers. So they had clear <laughs> five hundred was spent on. Who knows? But like, you know what they probably thought? They thought if we can get them in the first five minutes, we got them. Oh, we got for sure. Them. But they had a pretty um, impressive opening title sequence to the point where I was like, this is long. You know, it's like sort of 3D and it looked like blood. It's red and black. And yeah. then they had some like animation in the film too to mm-hmm. illustrate the you know. Scary. They CGI that turkey in there. CGI a turkey. That Billy ate. And then it punched through his chest like alien. And yeah. Scott was like, he's going to alien it. Is yeah. Like, yeah. I'll say that those uh, animation scenes they'd break away to were actually not, like, poor, pretty well done, I'd say. For you what know, their com- budget comparatively was. to the rest oh, of the film. Yeah. Well, they must have had a, someone helping them out, for sure, right? Because that shit is not easy. And everything else looks like it was shot on a potato. (laughs) Actually, actually, (laughs) it it was filmed on a Canon XHA1, one of Canon's very first prosumer 1080p cameras, which I actually used in college. Okay. So So where the fuck is your feature film, Scott? Uh, Well, I have a whole movie about a chicken running a rampage on a college (laughs) campus. Yeah. It's it's a ripoff of this? No. So oh. you, you guys had never heard about this movie no. before, right? but literally never. We went to something today, and we're talking with some rando person, and she said she she's like, "Oh, that's great! You guys are doing that. I've seen that movie." So it must have a cult, a little bit of a cult classic, like The Room or um, this actually, Sharknado. which Brie Larson is Kristen. This is the this is Brie Larson's only, first movie. No, it isn't. First of all, don't spread. <laughs> but but before before we talk about Brie Larson's start in her career in this movie, Thanks Killing is actually spawned into a musical. Mm, so wow. you guys saw I saw that in the- Hamilton. Would you watch? Thanks, Absolutely. Killing the Musical. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. Would, I would actually see that instead of Hamilton. Really? You Excuse guys, me. You guys, seriously, in all seriousness, no, we I just mean, watched this movie. You guys I, would actually go see this. I yeah. need to see Lin-Manuel Miranda as a turkey <laughs> murdering people on stage. <laughs> I would go see this, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like it's not something you go to sober. No, no, definitely. Some, Pop some couple edibles, drinks, some Eddie's, some drinks, yeah, and just straight have the up. Best time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what's interesting as well is like you know at the end it's like to be continued in space, and they did that as kind of a spoof, but then they actually did crowdfund over a hundred thousand dollars to make a sequel, which they called Thanksgiving Three. Uh, three, not two. Yes, and in in Confusing. the movie, I think in the third one, there's one copy of the second one. that I read yeah in the world of the third film all copies of the actual sequel to Thanksgiving are destroyed all except one that is and it's up to our foul mouthed protagonist to recover the last remaining copy so in the third one I think they're trying to find the the copy of the second that's kind of a cool idea actually low key genius that's super fucking creative Yeah. yeah 
No, I think these guys are like playing chess while we're all playing yeah. checkers. Over yeah. Here. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe you're right, David. Maybe they were aware of all these ridiculous things that they left in the final cut that we thought was just, oh my god, this is Welcome terrible. Welcome to Thanks Killing Four. Meta. <laughs> the metaverse. The metaverse. Yeah. I mean, it's just oh god, like not a not an actor, you know, you are. You both do acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, David and Corbin is who I'm talking to. Dave, Scott, you don't do acting, right? No, okay. I do not. I was just checking. I mean, I do live with you, but you never know. But I think uh, you did a movie with the the lady in this that opened up. <laughs> What's her name again? Uh, Wanted lust. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you didn't get paid for that. that. Yeah. Uh, no, but I was gonna say, like, as actors, like, do you think they're deliberately acting so cheesy, or do you think they just don't know? No, I, they were they were hired. Like days before the shoot, I yeah, guarantee probably. it. I, I, I think they probably it. went to school with him. I did a college movie um, that's pretty funny. It was like uh, the premise of it was a war between news crew, like paper news, and then digital. Right, the clash between the two, mm-hmm. online news and then, and the, like we were the new, me and my partner were new online, and then literally the paper people were like 1920s Bronx, like writers, like ah, see, <laughs> and, like, and there was, and then it, uh, we had a cut to with a dance off, with. A, yeah. I'm gonna need a copy. You're gonna need to see that. Yeah. Today. Uh, so I think it's like a college production like that. They actually had a little bit of a budget. They took a little more time with it um sat with it and wrote some funny jokes there's obviously there's some stuff that didn't age well like with but i just don't think that perform like if we're talking strictly performance straight acting oh my god some of the choices like you're saying like there was one part where he was like adjusting a show and you're like good choice man. yeah so that's what it is it's like you never want to be caught acting as an actor right you should be living realistically under imaginary circumstances, right? Like Corbin and I do Meisner technique. That's what we're trained in. But it honestly feels like, okay, this is what you're doing in the scene, action. And they were just like, Reading oh, the lines. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. you know, you, they weren't living truthfully in it. But all of that plays to this movie, yeah. which is still, to me, fantastic. <laughs> Let me speak on the editing real quick. (laughs) Um, I don't know this as a fact, but I'm 100% confident that a turkey edited this. (laughs) Uh, Some of the choices were just uh, very, very unique, I'll say. You said you liked the moonshots. The mo- okay, very I, pixelated. There was an extremely pixelated moon shot. Would you say, was that called blown out at that point? Or well, what's, I mean, it's, it's pixelated, yeah. yeah it's just, it's just zoomed in, digitally zoomed but in. That means they shot it themselves. They didn't just go buy a stock footage. Good for them. So good for them on like budget-minded minded. You're talking about the editing. Like, Can we just talk about the cinematography for a minute? Like, I would not consider myself an expert in this field. But Jesus Christ, like some of the... like, There was a part where the car was driving away and it, we just got like an image of like a hedge for like a good five seconds do you guys know what I'm talking about like barbed wire fence yeah you could basically see the car kind of like a little bit but that's like dude is that the framing really there's another part like so the car breaks down and they're kind of in there and he closes the lid and they walk around the side and all you get is like this 
like hood, like taking up two thirds. I don't know the rules, <laughs> but it did, it wasn't, you know, like cin- good cinematography, like tells a story in a shot. Yeah. This was like, oh, there was no room angle. or time for that. No. They definitely did not follow any rules. No. It's like, especially when coming from like a wide to an extreme close up. And, you know, it's just like, wait a minute. Yeah. And they, they kept going back from extreme close up to close up and then to extreme close up. <laughs> you, like, you can speak to this like as a filmmaker like this. There's not, it's not, it's rules, right? But it's like, it's a flow. So you would never go from like an extreme close up to like a super far away because you're basically training people how to you can break the rules as long as it's done on purpose and you know, whatever. But I think they just kept using close ups because that's the only way they could get any depth of field. Literally, otherwise the rest of it was just all really flat. Looks like it was shot on iPhone. There's no like bokeh or like, you know, softness to the background. Like I have. It was a one lens oh, camera. Yeah, apparently. I'm pretty, well, no, you can detach the lens on that camera, but mm. uh, I'm sure they just had the one based on that oh, budget. Yeah. But you said that was a fairly newer camera. At the time. So they probably got that it came from... It the year before, I think. Yeah, so the school probably bought it and they rented it out. But, I mean... This is definitely a run and gun shoot. Like, well, they didn't. Ha- I did read they didn't have a permit for the boob scene in the beginning. <laughs> that, yeah, that You're is shot hilarious. In a city park, yeah, just running around, tits out. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Imagine if you were walking yeah. your dog right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be a good dog walk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honey, how was your walk? Uh, <laughs> did you? Uh, <laughs> hey, why were you gone so long? <laughs> Colonial days in the park. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. It opens on like 1695. So the original plan was to have a full feast with pilgrims and Native Americans in that scene. And then budget reasons, they just decided to have Wanda lost. No library, no feast. Wow. Make it work. I'm a producer. Throw out those milkers and see what happens. (laughs) Milkers. Hey, that's perfect for this show, right? Those milkers. Do you think this aged like milkers or no? No, no, no. Maybe. Yeah, we gotta write that one down, huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm sweating. Oh, oh fuck. My God. Uh, yeah, no. So this movie was crazy. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Can't believe we watched it. But for for me to experience, have you guys watch this yourselves, right? And then you guys may put this onto someone else, and this is how like cult classics kind of start, right? It's like, oh, you gotta see this. We just watched this crazy ass movie, so we'll probably talk about this for a little bit, and the the episode will come out, and then someone will probably watch it. And then they're going to tell their friends. Do you think it's worth four dollars? <laughs> I mean, di- how much did we laugh? We so were, far, we were yeah, yeah. So for a whole hour yeah. in four minutes, yeah. yeah. That's like six cents a laugh, man. Exactly. It's a good breakdown. That's cheap, okay. right? Today with inflation, I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> He's laughing, getting cheaper. No, but we definitely need to go and watch like the the ones that came after and the musical. Yeah. I would for sure. The musical, I would love to see it live. You have my information. Give me a call if you, you ever get to see that. You know where I live. Yeah. Uh, so what else popped out? In this movie for everybody. I mean, the flip phones, the fashion, very to the... I, yeah. Without even knowing when this movie came out, I was like, did this movie come out in 2009? And Libby was like, yeah. Yeah, you guys were talking tank about their clothes. Tops. Yeah, the yeah. double tank tops on the, like, promiscuous girl. The shell necklaces. The puka shells, the flip phones, the Jeep being, like, the car. Like, mm-hmm. I remember in She's All That, the Jeep was, like, the cool kids' drip. They were very obsessed Bobos. about being... Yeah. <laughs> 
mommy bobos. Mommy bobos. <laughs> no, I mean, they were so obsessed with being in the cool group. There's the one dorky guy, which I was very unclear on how he actually came to be a part of the group because he kind of runs up behind. There's the two hot girls. Mm-hmm. The, the he fat, was Billy's the friend. Guy. Yeah, I know. But then he's yeah. like, road trip. It's like, you're gonna, he's coming. Where are you and going? then Billy was like, he's cool. Okay, so as far, Corbin, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, but as far as character work goes, right? Obviously, quarterback guy, he's probably playing mostly himself. Cool kid. Um, other girl, you know, she probably wears Skechers, Kristen, and <laughs> some jeans. Uh, slutty girl, played slutty. You know, she's probably like a cuter person in real life, blah, blah, blah. But as far as, and then big boy, he probably. Billy. Billy, he probably, you know, probably fit that role pretty easy. But I think that kid, as an arc, from going nerd and the sloppy face thing and being weird and coming up with the history of how to kill the turkey and then being cool. Um, overall, I thought he was the closest to actually being an actor out of the kids, yeah. out of the college kids. Yeah. I would agree right? with that. He's the only one that really had a character arc, to yeah. be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, well, the rest of the turkey had a little bit. Sure, of course, but yeah. as far as the college kids go, I feel like he probably had to put the most effort into creating this persona and this, this character, character throughout this movie. I see it. I mean, you're giving this guy a lot of credit. Well, I'm, well, <laughs> we'll say. Look at the basis of the movie yeah, is what I'm getting at. I'm talking about in this. Good on you. Yeah. Good I was him. really distracted by the fact that Johnny, who's like the sexy guy, looked much older than the rest of the kids. He had like <laughs> deep forehead creases. Well, it's like uh what not a not <laughs> not, not, not another team movie, but um, well they she's joke about it, yeah. but she's all that. They're always and then, like thirty, um, yeah. And so I, I know look, what you did last summer. I looked up this guy. He was born in nineteen seventy five, so he's like Johnny was. <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> old as damn. Fuck. He old as fuck. So was he in grad school at the time? <laughs> no, he's he, almost as old as the turkey. Yeah, <laughs> but then like Lindsay Anderson, who played Kristen, she was born oh, Brie right. Larson. Yeah. Brie Larson. She Change her name. It actually doesn't have her um, age here. Hold on, please. No. But she looked a lot younger. We got to see if she's in the third one, which is a sequel, because she's the only one that survived. Spoiler alert. She's only had two credits. The first credit is called... She was in a film called Terra Firma, and her character was two-sexed freak woman. Mm. That was in 1999, mm. and then in 2009 she did Kristen in Thanksgiving. So I feel like ten she, years. Every ten years, well, she I was going to say out. we missed out in 2019, <laughs> but maybe it got pushed because of the pandemic. We don't know. Yeah, true. Yeah, I saw something on IMDb. The director and the cinematographer, if I guess you can call him that. <laughs> no, no shame. The guy, um, the guy pointing the camera on this film went on to like their most recent film. Apparently, like once or was nominated in some uh, horror fest or something like that. I don't know, you know, how much weight that carries. But. So they stay in that genre? In the horror uh, according to IMDb, the uh, 12 seconds that I spent on it. <laughs> so to the, to the listeners, we literally, first time doing this, we just wanted to watch the movie, experience it, come to the table, record. Okay, wait, so, so sorry, going back to the ages, the only person whose age is actually on IMDb is the guy that played Darren, the dorky guy, and he was born in 1986. So, the other guy's a good 10 years older than him. Yeah, he's 35 now, but this is like 12 years ago, so he's probably like in his 20s. That's why that Johnny guy looked so much older yeah. than everyone else. He really was. 
Anyway, Johnny Bravo. That's nothing, but it's like it always makes me laugh when they're like, "I'm the cool guy." Hey, ooh. I'm the cool guy, and I'm clearly so much older than you. My parents just died, but hey, Kristen, let's make up. <laughs> it's a, it's a so true. A fucking trauma. Yeah. And Same with her too. Dad, My dad is yeah. laying in the kitchen right now with no face. <laughs> But we should watch a movie. That no skin fish. That was pretty decent. That was pretty good. I think they probably spent the remaining. No, I like it. Looks like someone's face was removed. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. Hello, Clarice. You know, it was shot in 11 days, so they had to really make the most of it. And that was probably hard for what 66 minutes. Um, The the four of us worked on a short, which was what three minutes that we submitted. 48 hours. And 48 hours. And we were all pretty exhausted after that. Yeah, well, writing, shooting, yeah. editing. Yeah. Still all over for 40 hours. And then they did 66 minutes in 11 days. Yeah, I mean, we... Well, well filming. Oh, took true, 11 days. True. Yeah, true. probably a lot yeah, of pre-production, yeah, yeah. considering how tight this movie was. And, like, there was no problem to that. <laughs> and what's her, what's her name again? Wanda? Wanda Lust. Wanda Lust. She probably had to come in between her shifts. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I read that Carol Bastard actually drove down from Michigan for three days to film all of his scenes. So, the hermit. commitment. Yeah. He is probably a treasure. PBR. <laughs> yeah. Paying <laughs> PBR. For all those listeners out there that are hoping to buy a prop from this movie, specifically the turkey head or the turkey body. Uh, I'm sorry to say that almost all of them were destroyed in filming and only one remains. Damn it. Wow. Is it at a museum? I hope there's an entire museum dedicated. I bet you that thing's worth a lot of money now. So, Corbin, you you mentioned something before we started um, recording. What was creator Jordan Downey and Kevin Stewart toying around with another name for another movie? Uh, oh, holiday it was um, it was an Easter movie called like Extravagillathon or something. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was going to be an Easter movie called Extravagillathon. It's just they're really trying to hone in on yeah, this niche yeah. for holiday slashers. <laughs> and they settled on Thanksgiving. I don't think they settled. I think they chose correctly. Triumph yes, over it. Yeah. Um, would you guys make a movie like this? If I said I've got what's that? Oh, this? Yeah. Oh, this is just that turkey sweat I got <laughs> back in the <laughs> freezer. <laughs> turkey sweat. <laughs> we sell it in pre-basters. <laughs> it's a shooter. It's a shooter. Yeah. A baster shooter. No, so would you guys make this movie? If I said, okay, I got $3,500, got 11 days. Let's go make it. Would you do it with me? Would you be in? Uh, How... Can free to act the way however we want or do we gotta I mean is it like this is it gonna be a horrible movie yeah. are we making a horrible movie yes. I'm, I'm in do we I'm have in. to keep the turkey rape scene I think we should cut that take that plot out I think yeah. we should cut that that plot did not I age well we should, no. in the day yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it uh, the actress is like what are we doing now yeah <laughs> she's like fuck I'm too deep into this like I already put my own money into this film yeah and the bloodshot on her back like that was yeah yeah that uh i okay so as we we're watching it everybody got a little bit quiet <laughs> during slash this. a little bit angry at you, yeah. you yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean i don't rem- i've seen this a couple times it was years ago but i do not remember that so maybe in my mind it was like funny 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 whoa 
what the fuck is that? Do you think it was like an unedited version that we saw? No, no, no. I definitely saw this. Like, I don't think there's an unedited version. Let's dissect this a little, though. The director's cut. (laughs) Yeah, the Schneider cut. How often do turkey rapists stop to put an extra small condom on before they do the raping? If it's for a joke, if you're a, if you're a fucking savage uh, turkey that makes the guy call his daughter before he kills him. Also, what's this turkey worried about catching from her? I, 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 did you see the double tank she was wearing? I mean, he ends up getting radioactive later. It just makes him more powerful. That's so true. anything he gets, he's yeah. going to make him stronger. But not everything's terrible, you know what I'm saying? All right. That was fucked up. That was very fucked that up about the movie. most powerful Indian spell can protect you from <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. This, uh, uh, yeah, no, this movie's ridiculous. If yeah. you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, like, yeah, you should probably go watch it because it's it's crazy. I'll say I have a couple drinks before. Like, do not come into this. Okay, I'll say Seba? this: do not be mad at us after you watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, we're giving you everything. Yeah, just it's ridiculous. It's supposed to be a horrible movie. Like it's no Interstellar, all right. No, there's no Tesseract. tesseract. Yeah. There's no traveling through time. <laughs> Tars is long gone by this point. Tars is like fuck. He's like already in the fifth dimension. Like, <laughs> this is some freaky shit, and I was into it for a minute because I was up here with you for like fifty years, but now I'm over it. I'm up. What would you say this movie is the most like? Like if you were comparing this movie to something, and someone was like, "Okay, well, sorry, what's that? What is that?" Uh, I compare this to uh, booty sweat. I got back in crawdad. <laughs> crawdad. Crawdad. I think it's crawdad. That's the town when he finds Craw- the Crawford. 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 Runs his finger along Craw- the side. And that has absolutely zero relevance for the rest yeah. of the film. By no, way. but that's what triggers it. He says, "Oh shit! Do you guys know where we are?" We're in Crawford, back in sixteen blah 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 five hundred. Driving home, how did that know? And then and then he goes, he goes, oh, who cares? What's five hundred years? She's like, it's five hundred years and forty five minutes. You know, some lucky son of a bitch has that Crawford sign hanging above their bedroom. That's true. God, I wish they made that as an NFT or something. I could get (laughs) sell it for three hundred grand. No, but what if someone was like, okay, what's a comp to this film? I I feel like it's gonna be like a shock dato. Something ridiculous. Yeah, like a Sharknado mixed with like a Halloween or something like that, Mm, you know, with the slasher vibe. This isn't even like a slapstick or a parody. It is literally like, eh, let's fucking make this thing. It's ridiculous. They're like low-key going for it, but even though they, you know, shot it and completely missed, they somehow landed on something that became (laughs) so weirdly likable. How much? 180 grand they crowdfunded? Following one, yeah. For th- from three, jump. three and a half grand, uh, yeah. Well, I'd say this falls in the same like family as uh, Idle Hands. Ah, yeah, we did. true with being different kind of budgets, ridiculous. much yeah, different yeah. budgets. No, Devin Sawa, unfortunately, he was yeah. not in the film. But the acting in Idle Hands is a lot better, even though we said, well, yeah, we did. We defended that movie on Shut Up, I Love It. We love those guys. We love those guys. Yeah, um, would. You recommend this film to someone. I mean, we are here. How stoned and drunk are they? Like sober. Oh, uh, it really depends on the person, but mm-hmm. most likely not. Have your parents seen this film? 
<laughs> I think I don't think my parents would live through it. <laughs> so Scott, did well we didn't get to this part yet. So you could still enjoy it and say it aged poorly or you thought it aged well. Did you enjoy it while we were watching the experience? Oh, I yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the experience. Yeah. So s- some of your close friends who are a little bit like-minded, would you recommend this? Would you tell these your friends to watch it? I would recommend they will we all watch it. I'd watch it with them together. Yeah. But yeah, uh, together, not sober. Yeah. But I also wonder if people in like, you know, David, we have a lot of listeners in like random places in Europe, which like shout out to like Belgium. We mm-hmm. have, like one listener over there. Would someone there understand this film? Like, do you have to have a basic knowledge of like what Thanksgiving is? Or do you think they explain it well enough? I think they probably know of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? Um, and our OG Belgium listener is probably such a movie buff. They've probably seen this movie. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, just as a film, if you're, we're, we're all film buffs, right? So I think they probably either know of this or would watch it on the basis of it being ridiculous and enjoy it. Right. Because it's something way different than the movie you're going to go see on a weekend or whatever or watch with a significant other. I wonder if they would do a screening of this film with, like, you know, things built in like they do for The Room where they, like, throw forks at the screen and, like... That would be hilarious. So, shout out to Tim again. He took us randomly to, um, like, at the Pancake Theater in Austin. And... I was there for the weekend. I'm like, oh, we're going to fucking kick it, Rage. Like, go to Dirty Six, blah, blah, blah. Um, Rainy, like that you guys have all been to. And he's like, we're going to a movie. I'm like, what? It's like six, you know, on a Saturday. I'm like, what What do you mean we're going to a movie? We walk in. He goes, he gets the tickets. It's for Twister. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I'm trying to kick it. And then, yeah, it was three comics that sit in there while you're watching Twister. And they they paid the local weather person to pop up on the corner of the screen and be like, there's no such thing as this in tornadoes. You know what I mean? And they were throwing toilet paper and it was fucking, I've never laughed so hard. So I think something like this, to your point, would be funny in person with a couple comics talking through the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're having beers and eating food during it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of getting towards the time of like when we have to talk about our guests and like how people can find you and what you've been up to and shit like that. What have you guys been doing since you were both on like earlier versions of the podcast? So what's new? Corbin, what's going on with work? Uh, What are you promoting? I've just been kind of trying to stay busy and network with people. So I've been on, you know, larger sets for commercials and music videos, um, just getting in touch with a lot of the, you know, locals and industry folks around here. But, um, other than that, I've been producing, uh, co-producing and DPing a show. It's almost kind of like this. It's, it's like a hybrid kind of talk show, um, where we bring on guests, uh, who are either local talent, artists, athletes, um, just people who are here in town kind of making waves, Um, And we just kind of talk about, you know, the the culture of L.A. and just what's going on right now. So uh, it's a late night show. It's called The Cove After Dark and it features celebrity tattoo artist Travis Ross. Shout out Travis um, from MTV's tattoo. uh, How far is tattoo far? (laughs) How's that for a pun? Yeah. Yeah, Take that one, Johnny. He's a very talented, very talented guy. So I've been I've been doing that. 
and other personal projects. But yeah, what about you, Scott? I know you're a busy guy. You know me, I, I stay busy, always editing, always doing motion graphics. Those are my two my two worlds. Uh, yeah, um, just cutting branded content, cutting streaming digital content. Uh, you can check me out at scotthqash.com or at scotthqash on Instagram. I gotta get your information. I actually got a couple jobs for you, Scott. Uh, my website is corbincox.com. Real original. Corbincox.com or. Right, yeah. Get your laughs out, kids. Or uh, on Instagram at corbincox. Corbin C's Cox. Corbin That's C's with Cox. it's a the the letter C. Okay, all right. I feel like I'm in high school again. <laughs> but no, I mean, you guys have lived through the pandemic. You're still doing work. That's great. That's a that's an achievement. You're still here. A lot of people left LA during the dark times. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you feel like you guys have learned since your last podcast, Corbin? I can't remember how long it's been. It's not been like a year. Uh, no, no, I think it's maybe six months or something like that. Yeah. Uh, learned in what regard? I don't know. Life, like, you know, you moved here just before the pandemic. And yeah. so now things are slowly opening up. I've learned that you just really have to stay uh, proactive for yourself. Um, and whatever you want, whether that's for me personally right now is to build a network of uh, people who are like minded like me or in the same field. Um, who are kind of at my level, not that I'm at any, you know, crazy level or anything like that, but, um, you just have to really stay proactive and grateful, um, for what you do have, first of all, and then also just get out there and grind and go meet people. If you want something, go out there and just start paving it for yourself. And eventually something is going to, uh, kind of fall on your get that lap. activity level up did you learn anything yeah. scott since we did tropic thunder with libby it's like the gang's all here mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'd say uh get yourself a podcast host partner Ooh, <laughs> interesting good plan. yeah girl. Why, why do you say that because uh because you've l- watched so many random movies I uh, basically, yeah, <laughs> things I'd never watched in my life. Yeah. I'm forced to watch. Sometimes I'm like, "Hey, babe, I have to watch this movie for the podcast." He's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that." And I'm like, "Come on, R- riddle me this, Scott Ash. Did, through some of those movies you might have not watched, have you learned anything like with your editing mindset? Like, oh, that was interesting, mm, or question what I, what they did there? I learned I could edit a turkey movie a lot better. Exactly, especially mm. from Thanksgiving. Are most of the shot. movies that you guys review like? Uh, older movies say like 10 years plus older than we try to do that because you know the premise yeah it's aged like milk and we want to put that under a microscope and say like all right we haven't seen this movie in a long time um our guests haven't seen in a long time or we've never seen it there's a lot of movies that our guests bring up and we're like oh yeah let's yeah and then paris and i experienced that for the first time we'll let a lot of our guests like lead it so sometimes it's funny to see what you know people choose and then sometimes we've got movies in mind that we want to do because it's like oh dude have you seen this random movie but like we did you know modern ones too when the new witches came out we did the old one and the new ones it's always interesting to look at like remakes yeah i only ask because scott as you know editing changes so fast i mean filmmaking films change so fast everything always gets better exponentially so yeah looking back at all the films that you guys probably look at Mm -hmm. or watch and review yeah probably you're like okay what what is there to learn you know i'm already in the future right now so true but there's probably some stuff that was like 
tricks of the trade back then that That's went away and the test of time and oh, that, yeah, yeah. that went away and like it, you know people started doing new stuff and then on the creative side if you could incorporate that kind of older editing fashion or trick oh that was interesting and then pull it to what he's doing now 100 right so, so i forgot keep about going this back trick. And like, yeah like going from extreme close yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. like i got a ton of tips for on the acting oh side God. yeah what i really just want is like a good five seconds of a hedge yeah. while they drive away because that's yeah. telling me a lot the acting in thanksgiving was so good it seemed awful mm. and to a trained actor like we you know we're gonna see that you guys knew that, that was like we beyond. knew that oh my god yeah. I knew from the opening no line of the pictures film. in their IMDB yeah. credits because they just couldn't they work ever again they pictures at this point well if they yeah. put their pictures up there people are going to know what they look like they're going to storm them in the streets yeah, it's, paparazzi it's will be much. all over them yeah. so they got to keep it too much yeah it's too way too much mm. this movie is fucking game changer in terms of prosthetics and like angles and face masks you know mustaches (laughs) one aspect where this film really let me down though i will say here we go was i didn't hear a turkey gobble in the entire movie not a single yeah, he's just turkey gobble. Yeah. But did he did he I, say I had gobble gobble? But did, did he, he say did gobble, he gobble? I'm a gobble? sucker for a turkey gobble. So you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the podcast a turkey gobble. There we go. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for that. Okay, can I can I riddle me this? Maybe because of the horrific history behind Thanksgiving. This necromance turkey, he's not going to just gobble for everybody, no. okay? He didn't want to trigger anyone. He's going to kill. Well, he will trigger. <laughs> After you call your only living child well, on the phone, your daughter. Yeah. Dude is a savage. <laughs> he's a fucking savage. Yeah. No, but do you guys have someone from the cast or crew that you wanted to shout out david is raising his hand i just i want to give them time if they don't so um there's like eight people that worked on this movie so hopefully it's still one of your guys um i'm gonna go with troy smith from the makeup department and special Mm. effects um he's also an actor but um he's worked on recently uh the head hunter in 2018 thanks killing um Dead Woman's Hollow, Thanks Killing Three. So they keep a lot of stuff in house. But um, as far as as far as far as special effects and makeup goes for this, he, they pulled some stuff off with that budget, and they got creative, got a little guerrilla style with it, like we were saying with uh, cutting the dead sheriff's face off. That whole scene with Billy, where they spent a lot of camera time on that uh, that stomach explosion. <laughs> How about Too those mini marshmallow? The mini marshmallow turkey Too turkey dumps. Time. Yeah, Too but much time uh, on stomach. It was literally. It looked like a stocking that was stuffed full of like wet. <laughs> brown toilet paper <laughs> and they're like this is his yeah. intestine there it is but i mean the the dad's face it creeped me out so <sighs> just that one thing so good on them so uh troy smith we see you and we appreciate we you. see you and we appreciate you i'm gonna go next i'm gonna go with wesley dewberry he was a sound foley artist on this um he has gone on to work on some things he worked on uh space warriors i don't know oh god the perfect boyfriend mm. uh little boy 
hot bot things I've honestly never heard of. <laughs> never you haven't seen hot bot? Yeah. <laughs> Wanda was in that. <laughs> yeah, Wanda was in that Wanda Lust. I mean, I'm looking up hot bot right now. It was uh, also not rated, came out in 2016. Uh, it has a 3.4 on IMDb out of 10. <laughs> How do you get a not rated? <laughs> I don't oh, know. But anyway, you. listen, Wesley. Shout out. Shout out to you, my friend. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm glad that you're still working on Hotbot. When I look at the pictures from Hotbot, I'm feeling like we need to uh, review this movie. Because it's like a, an Asian woman in a silver bikini. And I'm just like, eh, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, Scott, who do you have? I'm going to give a shout out to Anthony Wilson. He was uh, the animator on. Mm. Oh, Andy was one of the writers, apparently. <laughs> I just discovered like, that. Hey, do you want to write in credit? Okay, yeah. great. I yeah. just wanted to give a shout out for the animation because uh, I thought it was uh, pretty well done. Those animation scenes it cut away to, mm. and like the the Compton, like cartoon turkey, cooked turkey that the, the one character sees before he get, uh, eats the turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so turkey. props to that. I'm looking at his uh, filmography and uh, guess how many movies he's done since? A hundred. Zero. He's only done Things Killing. Okay. So. so they really hired the best of the best. So again, he, he retired on this movie. Yeah. You know, he's like... Uh, just a man a of his craft. This yeah. is, I can go to He further. went all in and said, I'm done. I can die now. That's it. That's it. Crobin. As a DP, I got to shout out the cinematographer on this film, Mr. Kevin Stewart. I mean, that that tent scene with the campfire, I love how you did a three-point lighting setup on that uh, where it was just so... (laughs) Explain that. What do you mean? Uh, A three-point lighting setup would be... uh, Well, listen, they're sitting around a campfire and in the complete pitch dark... There's no overhead lighting like a moonlight would be. It's actually coming from the side yeah. over to the left, yeah. a little bit from behind the tents and a little bit over to the right. So those three lights were placed Natural. masterfully. Yeah. Uh, but but listen, hey, this guy did go on to uh, do some commercial work, including Starbucks, Adult Swim, Walgreens. He One shot a Rosa Parks biopic. I mean, so, you know, everybody's got to start somewhere. And no shade. Mr. Kevin Stewart, nice work. Everybody gets their start we somewhere. See you, we appreciate we'll you, you, Kevin we'll Stewart. You. Kevin. Uh, so this is the part of the podcast where we decide if this movie has aged like turkey juice. Let's go guess first. Or not. Guess first. Turkey oh, juice. Wow. With this cranberry like vision. Milk before I hit the cutting room oh my floor, God. Turkey vision is purple, by the way. When it's, cram- going- it's cranberry vision. Yeah. yeah turkey so, Corbin, you were lost in, so you're first this oh thank you so much um i will say obviously um you have to have a little bit of a high tolerance for a very non pc oh my goodness where did you get that what is it oh my god that looks delicious (laughs) well anyways um yeah like i said before in a in a fit of laughter this this movie did age like milk uh, yeah. For me, I still think that it's pretty, you know, funny if you watch it in the right kind of lens. Ooh, Did people ever said that? Anyways, um, it is? Yeah. the right lens, the fifty millimeter lens that came with this camera. There's only one lens to watch this film in, and it's the one that they shot it on. Um, so yeah, this one's a little. Uh, it stinks in the fridge. Okay, okay. Yeah. Scott Ash. Uh. This movie came out of Wanda what Wanda Lust's Mama Milkers <laughs> curdled already. 
Oh, oh no. Babe. That's fantastic. Oh, God. This You're case. such a win with words, babe. Pre-curdled. Pre-curdled. Wow. That's a like fantastic gag. visual. <laughs> like, you, you could break off a piece of this milk. <laughs> so I cottage cheese. Store it America. for the apocalypse. Oh my god! You're, you're not getting any better. Your words are getting worse every every breath. Uh, Basically, what I'm saying is this movie was never meant to not be spoiled. Got it. Its intention was to be completely spoiled spoiled the second it came out. So you bought you buy it spoiled. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. think it, they would be offended if we said it it didn't. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. Did he buy it or did he find it on the side of the highway <laughs> <laughs> with a turkey and with a shotgun? <laughs> David, what do you think? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> ass, gas, ass, or grass. gas or grass, motherfucker. Well, I'm going all ass with this turkey. Yeah. Okay. All right. In, you know. Not the heat of the moment, but where we are, you know, Thanksgiving, I'm thankful in our culture. Okay. I'm going to say this movie didn't not age like milk. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It cuts deeper. Okay. Stay with me. It does. Because this movie is a revenge film for people stealing land. Okay. Right. And sometimes if... If your ancestors stole some shit, you might get necromanced by a 552-year-old turkey. So, listen, this is a warning shot <laughs> for all those <laughs> who want to think about taking something that's not there. This is a karma picture, okay? So what you got to do is, and this is why I didn't age... So this is, this, is a, a, well, this is your first this, first this warning. Is first warning. Watch this film, know what you're getting into, and go about your life accordingly. Oh <laughs> Two words: turkey rape. Turkey. No. Okay, I will say that <laughs> bit did age. Those turkey giblets that did, bit did age. Oh. Those, you said warning shot. I immediately thought of the bloodshot on her back. All right. All right. Oh so God. okay. So yes, this movie oh. aged like milk a little bit because of the uh, turkey rape scene in the giblets but uh, <laughs> uh, otherwise <laughs> this fucking movie yes I had a lot of laughs with my friends so for that reason you had me for a second I'm like oh he's going he's going ultra, deep he's yeah. going repatriation <laughs> yeah. no David I'm not sure you got tricked me this movie was DOA dead on arrival this turkey was so pre-cooked oh my pre-cooked. fucking god the rape scene the fucking turkey in the ass and then shooting him in the head while he calls his daughter no this movie's done alright this movie's done <laughs> There's a sequel in space. What are you talking about? I know there is. It's Age Like Milk. From the mommy milk is in the first fucking five seconds. I literally was like, what the fuck? Thank God this movie was 66 minutes. If this movie was any longer, I might have had to kill myself. Oh my God, no. We haven't even mentioned any of the... the, the very bad f words and the yeah, very bad that all yeah, that all aged that. that definitely all he calls aged. him gay all the time yeah, using that no, f word a lot of derogatory uh, language it's interesting so to think cool. about how okay that uh, verbiage was yeah. just ten years ago yeah, no, yeah, yeah, instead of why we're watching it it was a different time no, it different but it's not okay there's a, a lot of hateful language yeah. um, 
in this movie and that cuts was, can deep. I just say I like for a minute was like is this white supremacy like propaganda because he's like yeah they're gonna only attack the white people I think they say that two times I'm like because of the history <laughs> no there. but I'm like Jesus <laughs> but, uh, they, watch out if you don't protect your fellow white people from the these turkeys yeah. come in here <laughs> it's my freedoms you. exactly uh, we get freedoms. you David makes a good point though it's probably one of the few movies from that, that decade to actually start out acknowledging that there's a lot of like up shit. not happy Native Americans yeah, because of so, yeah. because yeah. of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Most Americans even now don't like refuse to agree with that. Yeah, and I think of Thanksgiving as a time for my friends to run through my screen doors, and <laughs> light fires in my oven. But really, it's about a time of taking yeah. from others. Friend, like you, they change the narrative, right? It's friends and family now, which I appreciate. I'm grateful for all of you and my family. But I mean. We could do that any weekend. We did it. We, we did, did it, it last Christmas. week. Yeah. Exactly. So you know what I mean. So yeah. Indigenous people's day. Call it Thanksgiving. We call it Holiday Hell Day. So. All right. Well, I think we should end off the podcast mm-hmm. with all of us saying something that we are grateful I for like because that. it is a Thanksgiving movie, and as much as it's about stealing land and killing turkeys with shotguns. It's also about getting together and everyone's going home to see the family. You want me to go first? Okay. Well, I'm thankful for my friendship group. You know, the last two years has been fucking crazy. It's funny, like, coming up on Thanksgiving because, yeah, we do Friendsgiving now. And so I look back. The first Friendsgiving we had, I flew in that morning from Pittsburgh. I fell asleep on the couch at 3 p.m., all the photos are just of me asleep in the middle of everyone. Uh, the second year we did it was obviously a peak pandemic. Uh, you know, we were kind of scared to hang out and it felt very guilty to be together. There was like 10 of us here and it was uh, something to look forward to. And this year going in, life is kind of starting to return to normal, but I still have my group of friends. I still have my LA family. And I just don't know if I could go back to my parents' house with my dad's face cut off and put on a bird <laughs> without you guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Corbin, what are you thankful for? Um, I, like you, I'm, I'm very thankful to have a group like you guys, uh, especially who are so into films and like getting together and breaking down good films or films about uh, necromance turkeys. I mean, it's it's just, I, I feel very this, grateful. This and Interstellar were on the same level for you, mm-hmm. right? Like filmmaking Yeah, I mean, let's, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm also, yeah. I'm also very grateful for being the first guest, well, aside from Scott, that you've had on the, get, uh, had on the show for a second time. So thanks for calling me back. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We love mm-hmm. recycling. <laughs> Save the planet. Reduce, reuse. Scott Ash, what about you? Uh, I'm thankful for a very special, amazing woman. Uh, she's changed my life. David William Rogers. And Libby. <laughs> her name is Wanda Lust. <laughs> she did change her life. I picked you at the end. For sorry. the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got great boobs. Big nipples, though. Doc. Listen, I don't I love judge. a close-up of that nip. I don't judge the nips. No, it's fine. We, sh- we shan't. Yeah, and you, David William Rogers. Okay, I am thankful for my family back in Scani. Um, I'm grateful for all my friends back in Wisconsin. I, I made the jump to pursue my dream, and I'm out here, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it, and I'm thankful for my other friends in other states that I constantly keep in contact with, like the you know the real ones. I'm thankful for this guy sitting to my right. Um we went to Thailand one time 
stayed up all night, woke up in the wo- or in the ocean at a full moon party, and we've just been kind of kicking it ever since and growing together as a friendship. Yeah. So, and then you two, um, I just you know. We, we bond so much more. Uh, Scott, Corbin, and, and I and another buddy, Wes, had a guy's night out the other weekend. It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. And then Paris, you know, you're my, my work wife. Yeah. And we get to create together. Yeah. And I feel like it's just it's getting better and better. And we keep learning doing this. And I'm having such a good time doing and it. Laughing, that's, and laughing. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And this is, this is awesome. I'm, I'm just thankful for all the people in my life and all the good things. And, and for the never-ending list then of I, movies. And the never-ending <laughs> list of movies. And then I got one more. Okay. She's in the room. She's got a great bun right now. She's in her sweatshirt. Her pants are tucked into her socks. Oh, the yeah. only way to be. Nice tits, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say that. That was the turkey who's in the kitchen. Uh, so yeah, thankful for my. Trying to have a moment. Thankful for my old lady. Love you, girl. Aw, yeah. I didn't say I was thankful for you, but I am, Scott. I'm still thankful for one of us. So. <laughs> okay. She's a baddie. Where do you get that top Bangers. back in colonial time? <laughs> do they just air those things out? Like, it made it? no sense. She was running through the forest with the tits out. What is she up to? No, I think her shirt was cut that way because it's like a summertime fashion. Shout out to the Spirit Halloween store. <laughs> 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 that was, uh, that was made no sense. That was eye-catching. Made no oh, sense. it was eye-catching. <laughs> it was eye-catching. Yeah. Well, that's the show, guys. Uh, I hope that anybody listening is having a great time with their family. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, if you come from a country that's not America and people don't know, but they don't have Thanksgiving, this is just November for you. Uh, We're sliding into (laughs) December, which is obviously Christmas time. And we are about to flip the switch on the podcast and we will be doing quite a few Christmas films uh, this month with some exciting guests, but Mm -hmm. definitely about to get very holiday-ish. This is like the death knock before everything becomes, you know, carols and very and Mariah Carey but let us know what you're grateful for Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. let us know what you're grateful for but also like you know don't forget to like appreciate your family because they might get killed by a turkey at any moment (laughs) and you will have no reaction spend the time if you have a son and they just became second string quarterback (laughs) don't be a a fucking dick man go see his games anyway support him take him out to dinner afterwards he needs you Okay. You don't know how many more moments you have left exactly. with him. Exactly. Yeah, it's been so long since you spoke to him. It's been two weeks. <laughs> it's been two fucking weeks, man. Text him. Go see things killing. Just do it. <laughs> Theater near you. Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. Yeah, available on Amazon. Anyway, that's it for now. Thank you for listening. David, while you're at it, you should check your fridge. Make sure that milk isn't spoiled. Gross milk is gross. That's our show. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Peace, baby.